Welcome to Edge of the Nest, a podcast for those ready to spread their wings and experience the fullness of life's journey. Hi, we are Erica and Cassie, two souls on a shared mission to nudge ourselves and others by recognizing growth as a process that is ongoing, vulnerable, conscious, involves a community, and happens in tandem. So come on in and let's take the leap together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Edge of the Nest. This is Erica, and I am not joined by Cassie today, as we are trying out another episode of Quick Thoughts. Last month, we brought you a quick thought followed by a full episode on the concept of self-nourishment through the holiday season, but, you know, relevant to any time of year. Today, I am going to offer a quick thought on what happens when... When we are intentional about our self-nourishment and yet those hiccups of life get in our way and our cup runneth over. So we're going to unpack a little bit of a vulnerable personal experience that I had a few weeks ago where despite the knowledge that I have, I know better and I could not do better. And then we'll follow this up with a full-length episode where Cassie and I will talk later this month on sort of the what happened and why it happened and how to make more sense of it so that we walk away using this sort of opportunity of breakdown for future breakthrough moments. We can change obstacles into teachable moments and grow from them. So that's really going to be our focus of December because, you know, I certainly don't believe that I am the only one who's going to have a difficult moment over the holiday season. So join me right now as we talk about those moments where our cup runneth over. Okay, so to begin, I first want to share this vulnerable disclosure that for a long time, I inhibited myself from sharing things like this because I really felt like I had to put my professional self forward. That why in the world would people hire me to be the expert on child development and family relationships if I myself couldn't keep it together all the time? I now realize that that's actually my perfectionism that was getting in the way and that it was really a false belief that I had to or could be perfect all the time. So now I've sort of jumped lanes and I say, you know what, we're all in this together. We're all humans first. And sometimes my vulnerability is a perfect catalyst for change with others because we're all in this together. It's relatable. So I am going to put all of my beliefs aside that I have to be this perfect professional and I'm going to share my very human side right now. So let me share what happened. Last month, October, well, I guess now we're a few months past this. I'm sorry. I'm going to get tangled in the timelines here. September and October were very challenging months in my household. Number one, I can identify that busyness was a culprit here. Busyness because I was in end-stage care with my family for my grandma. My grandma passed in the middle of December or the middle of September. I'm sorry. So we were busy grieving, planning last moments, taking her to her home for a final visit, saying our goodbyes. My grandma passed unexpected, unexpectedly. We didn't know the timeline. Our family uh, had a trip planned, my family of four. We went on our vacation for the week. We were driving into the Florida panhandle right as the weather is shifting with Hurricane Ian, unsure of whether or not we're going to be in the hurricane's trajectory or not. 
We come home from this vacation, which wasn't exactly relaxing, although there were moments. We have to plan and go up four hours away from my grandma's funeral for the weekend, clean out her home, prepare it for the sale that is inevitable with her passing, come home. We have Halloween, our daughter's seventh birthday, a birthday party. My in-laws are now coming for a visit. Uh, all the things. So busyness is an understatement, okay? Big life changes, grief mixed in here as well. And so what this really boiled down to for me was that not only was I trying to self-regulate and move myself through a lot of really big emotions, but I'm still a mama and I'm trying to help co-regulate. This is a big time for our kids, Life in general is a big time for kids, but these were really big moments. And so I'm trying to balance all of this between what do I need to do to care for myself and what can I do to help support my children? Um, I have a lot of big feelings. I think by now, those who have listened to, to previous episodes have heard me speak about how, you know, I, my cup runneth over rather regularly and this isn't new for me. Um, I tend to swing really high and really low and I get really big, really fast. And some of that may be how I'm hardwired. Some of that is also how my relationships have or haven't supported me in the past, how my experiences and the environments that I've been in have or haven't supported me. And so I'm also learning how to name my feelings and tame them through self-nourishment rather than becoming a victim to my habits and my beliefs and my limitations that have bound me in the past. So there was a lot of this high swinging high and low swinging low going on, which then leads me to all of these runaway thoughts. And I make these stories up and I make them mean certain things. And what does this mean that I acted this way? And what does this mean that there's death? And what does this mean that we're on vacation going into a hurricane? And so we compile all of these different layers of our experiences. And um, suffice it to say, it was just a perfect storm. What this did for me is it drew me away from the place that I know I want to be. It drew me away from the, the person who I want to be. And I found myself intermingled in basically this giant storm where I felt like I was just being capsized over and over again, where life was just having its way with me, where things were just happening to me. I mean, to say that I was overwhelmed is an understatement. Part of what makes these moments so difficult is that I think we'd all agree we don't want to be in them in the first place. And when we find ourselves in moments like these, oftentimes we become the victim of our circumstances and our nervous systems, quick firing, right? That, uh, that uh, smoke detector, that alarm system that Cassie has spoken about before, and that's exactly where I found myself. I found myself in places that I didn't want to be saying and doing things I didn't want to be saying and doing. And it was really devastating. And I, like many of you, really take these moments very personally. And I make them mean things like, I'm a bad mom. Who would ever say and do things to their children? I could see the train wreck that was Erica. And I was acting in ways that I didn't want to be acting. And I could not for the life of me stop myself. It was like, 
being stuck in a riptide and they were coming over and over and over again. And I would get my head clear for a moment like, gosh, I just did this. I'm so sorry. I would have a moment of reconciliation and repair with my family. And just as quickly as that would happen, I'd be put back into it. And I was trying a lot of tools. I was trying a lot of my regular tools. I just was like in this very, very big container of yuck soup. And so I want to share this with you and just for a moment connect heart to heart, human to human and say like, it happens to me too. And it feels awful to me as well. And so rather than avoiding having the conversation that it happens, let's at least make the acknowledgement that it can happen and it does happen. And we don't have to hide ourselves from the world because it happens to us. That we can all band together and say, gosh, thank you so much to the other people who speak up and say, this happens to me too. This is part of my experience and it's not my shiny part. And I don't like talking about it, but perhaps by becoming uh, more aware of it and by um, putting some more intention around it, not only can we look at the tools that we have and we don't have, the tools that we used and we didn't use, we forgot to use, but we can connect with community. And I really perceive that this is an opportunity for us to hold one another up, be the mirrors and shine the light and remind one another, um, you know, that this is just a moment. These moments can pass. Let's reconnect with where we want to be and who we want to be. Let's get ourselves back on track. And when we can't get ourselves back on track alone, which we don't have to, that's also like, that's also just a, an outdated belief for me is that like, this is, it is my responsibility, but this isn't like my job exclusively. I can call on community. I can call on friends. I can call on family and people in my network to help me during difficult moments. And so I just want to put this out here as a placeholder for people to say, me too. It happens to me too. It happens to me a lot, many more times than I care to admit. So I'm through the thick of it. Um, Cassie and I are going to take some time this month to talk about what tools did I use to be able to help me get through the thick of it so that I can develop more resilience. Difficult times will come. What do I do with the difficult moments? How do I bounce back more quickly with more ease and grace? How do I actually activate and use the tools that we talk about all the time rather than just becoming a victim to my circumstances? So when Cassie and I talk later this month, you will hear us talk about what happens when we find ourselves amidst busyness, what happens when we are amidst big life changes, and what can we call on and who can we call on? What does it mean when we have to simultaneously self-regulate and co-regulate? How do we navigate that when we don't have the resources to give our children or our partners or our extended family because we need to use those resources for ourselves? How do we still stay in presence, in love, in personal responsibility during these moments to be able to help us through? How do we connect what's happening within our, our feeling perceptions and feeling experiences so that we can uh, move, move the dial into more of a neutral position and it doesn't have to just swing the pendulum so far one way and so far another way? How do we practice that? 
And maybe most importantly, how do we practice these runaway thoughts and these runaway feelings in the context of a held community where we can hold one another up so that we can return to more of the essence of who we are in our fullness. So look for us later this month when Cassie and I unpack more of a conversation about how to help us through those moments where our cup runneth over. And until then, just know that you're held in a lot of loving compassion. It happens to all of us. And so when it does, it's more about how we show up in those moments to move through them than it is that we have those moments in the first place. We're human. We allow ourselves to be imperfect and we love ourselves through all of our moments, even our most difficult ones. We'll connect with you again later this month. Take care, everybody.